Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewellery of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweller since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the podcast where we talk about musicals and everything that they can teach us. I am Zane C. Weber, and with me are my reliable co-hosts... KB! And... Julia Eisentrager. And today our special guest is none other than theatre designer extraordinaire... Joe Diskett. Joe Diskett! Hi. <laughs> I thought you'd just forgotten the name. <laughs> no, no, no. There's just a pause for it. Yeah, okay. I was like, oh, oh I'm saying <laughs> yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's me. That's on me. That's how, No, that's how I do it. You know, I just like to throw the guest in the deep end. Yeah, yeah excellent. Yeah, right excellent. at the beginning. Welcome. And fantastic. <laughs> now, this episode is about Town, which is yes. a relatively new musical. Mm. And I wanted to talk about this so... I got the person who introduced me to this musical. Oh, yeah. That was me. That's right. To come in and talk about it. The only person who has listened to this musical, not at my behest. On their own accord. Well, then you're the only person I know who has listened to this musical full <laughs> stop, and it was at my behest. So, so hopefully... <laughs> Now that we're doing a podcast on it, a lot of other people will go out and listen to this music because it's so. super great. I love it. it. I was it's obsessed awesome. with it for like a month mm-hmm. and now I listen I'm to still it on regular. It. Ah. Whenever I'm having a bad day and I just want to feel good, yeah. I just put this musical yeah. on. It's and show. it's a really good like sing-along one as well. Like, it's absolutely. So, I, yeah. Look, I've only been obsessed with it for the last 10 hours, but <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So before we actually dive into the musical itself, let's get to know Joe. Goody. Now, I know you're not an actor. I'm not an actor. In inverted commas or <laughs> no. not in inverted commas. So, um, but, you know, the first the first few still yeah. apply. No, that's right. I have, I've considered the questions carefully. Excellent. You, you did give me a little bit of notice. Which musical character would other people compare you to, Joe? Well, I had absolutely no idea, so I actually asked some friends of mine. We oh, encourage um, that. Yeah, yeah research. Um, one of my co-workers said Sweeney Todd, which I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, cheers, <laughs> thanks. Um, she said because of my, um, was it Brutal Logic? Okay. I was like, yeah. Oh, like, 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 as opposed to your murderous as, nature. As opposed to murderous, yeah. <laughs> as like, opposed to your brutal murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like being a really good problem solver. Um, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll think outside the box. So I really think you know. Mrs. Lovett is yeah. more of the problem solver yeah. in that yeah. situation. I mean, do you cut people's but hair? Is there another? No, no that's just it. absolutely like no real connection. <laughs> Not even um, 
The other Wait. person asked was my partner who said that I was like Ursula from The Little Mermaid. <gasps> I and I was one. like, yeah. yeah, cool, I'll take that. Who doesn't want to be Ursula? Yeah. I know, right? Ugh. I am a very busy woman and I haven't got all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that answers the next question. It, it absolutely does answer the which next is, question, which musical character would you like other people to compare Yeah, no, I'm to? totally happy with Ursula. I'm I'm happy to sit in that, in that position. <laughs> Excellent. So... <laughs> What is your dream role? So maybe this yeah. is what show do you want to work on? Well, then, starring? my dream role would be to design Hades Town. Hurrah! <laughs> yes. I look forward um, to your pitch for that for when I direct it. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, uh, I I think we're both on the um, the email list yes, for musical yeah. rights. Um, they yeah. actually have a page on their website for like the rights aren't available. Give us your email address and we'll let you know when they are. Do you guys just refresh that page like every hour or so just to see if they're <laughs> every couple of weeks I go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say I do check in occasionally just in case like it's broken and it didn't email me. <laughs> <laughs> guys, you left me off the list. Yeah, Why yeah. haven't I heard from you? Um, excuse me. <laughs> I was like, I'll have the Australian premiere, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive Australian. Do you know what though? I think you could like considering the musicals we get from the big professional organisations. I reckon you guys are first in. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, and I mean, no one really knows about this show, so yet, yeah. yet. Yes. Oh no, maybe We're we need to hold that. the podcast release yeah. until <laughs> after the recording. Zane, in the last couple of weeks, our audience has shifted from majority Australian to majority United States. Oh, thanks, That's it's still close. But yeah, we're 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 uh we, I think we're forty two percent US now, and we're forty percent Australian. So they've had Hades Town. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you've had, had your turn, and we've been waiting for a while. So Joe, what's your favorite Sondheim? Um, I'm gonna get crucified. The only Sondheim I've seen was the Sweeney Todd movie, and I wasn't a big fan. You know that's what, that's fine. Wait, wait, there's no Look, judgment your faces here. are telling me that that's not fine. <laughs> I think my face is Yeah, well, Zane's face <laughs> is telling me fine. that's not fine. But I'll forgive you because you oh, like Hades you. Town, so you obviously yeah. have some taste. Exactly. <laughs> I, I do like some taste. Like it just the bar is pretty low. Um, I have like just really big gaps in my musical theatre knowledge. Like people will mention a show and I'll be like, uh-huh, sure. <laughs> I know. I love that one things. too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you sing in the shower? And if so, what song do you sing? I don't often sing in the shower. I'm more likely to sing in the car. Because neighbors? Because, yeah, because neighbors, because I have a very small shower and <laughs> then I can hear myself and I can't sing. Whereas if we're in the car, there's lots of other noise around. Uh, yes. And the only person who can hear me is my partner who's driving the car. Um, probably like Wig in a Box from Hedwig. Nice. I would say oh, amazing. Would be yes. my one. Um, or like if I'm feeling really tragic, like maybe Midnight Radio from Hedwig, like, you know. Yeah. Just anything from that show. Yeah, exactly. It exactly. has a song yeah. for every mood. It, it does. does. Yeah. Yeah. It does. <laughs> yep. All right. I'm actually really interested to hear <laughs> your answer to mm-hmm. the controversial question. Mm-hmm. If you have to delete a musical mm-hmm. from existence, and you do, mm-hmm. what musical is it if it isn't Cats? Because Cats is gone already. Yeah, I know Cats is gone. Um Probably Mamma Mia. Yeah, oh, delete it again. <laughs> delete it again. Once it's deleted, Is that one delete or two? it again. One or two. Yeah. Oh, there's a new movie now, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, but like, well, does that count? Yeah, I was like, like as in it's the first show he's going to cut or the second show he's going to cut. Can I say that if you delete Mamma Mia 1, I feel that I'm the only one here who has watched Mamma Mia 2. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm seen seen it. It. You could 
just have Mamma Mia 2, here we go again, and nothing, nothing would change. Is it all the same music? Isn't it like a prequel song? <laughs> what is happening? No, they've used a lot of different songs. They do have a little bit of the same, but they literally retell like her child, well, not her childhood, like when she first gets to Greece again. With so it's younger like, actors. like I mean, it's literally called "Here We Go Again." Here we go like, again. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't be surprised. No. Right? What were we expecting? So it's it's like a prequel sequel in one. Yes, that's epic. Mm, yep, they've done they've done yeah. a thing, and they're making money from it. <laughs> they've they've put the work in. I'll give them that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. were, were there any ABBA songs left? Like they used all the decent there were, ones. Well, there were, the one that Piers I recognized was Butchered Waterloo. Them. Oh, okay. And they literally How would you fit that in? Yeah. Shoehorned it into a French restaurant <laughs> where the waiters were dressed as like uh French oh, revolutionary. Well, yeah, it was yeah. That sounds ding dang awful. Yeah. Uh, Flashback mean, to the time Meryl Streep murdered Napoleon, you know? Yeah. Uh so now that we know everything there is to know about Joe, everything. let's take a break and we will come back and start talking Hades Town. Hades Town. What can you tell us, Joe? Well, Hades Town is based on the myths of Orpheus and Eurydice. That's sort of the main plot point, the sort of main inspiration. But there's also a little bit of the Hades and Persephone story, which I absolutely love. Like I That's love. kind of background. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what happened in the past and mm-hmm. Orpheus and Eurydice is what's happening yeah. now. And we're kind of seeing the fallout of the Persephone story and how she affects um, Orpheus and Eurydice. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Um, so the musical was written by a American singer-songwriter called Anais Mitchell. She um, originally performed it as a sort of operatic stage production in Vermont around 2006, um, and that went fairly well. Like, it wasn't super popular, but I think it had, um, like, fairly good reviews. And so she got together... 20 musicians, singers, various artists to release it as a concept album in 2010. Awesome. Good on so it. Yeah. yeah. And it's really cool. It's like it's like a full musical but just in your ears. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> um and yeah, so that that album had a very particular sound. Like if you listen to that album and then listen to the musical soundtrack, there's like you you can see the similarities, but there's a very different sound to it. I yes, think. yeah. Um, and Mitchell herself, she voiced Eurydice in that, and she's got a very distinct voice. Um, again, like the stage production that was um, not super popular, the album, but it was re- really well received, really well reviewed. Um, so then a little while later, um, I think she was working on other projects, and then. Mitchell was like, right, well, I want to do this as a musical. I want to actually stage this concept album that I wrote. So she, after having seen um, a, uh, an evening of Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812, mm-hmm. she spoke, which is another absolutely fantastic musical. Yeah. One of my favorites. Which we will do an episode yes. on eventually. Excellent. We'll get there, guys. There's only 52, <laughs> 52 weeks in a year, you guys. We just got to keep you coming so back. So many musicals. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Anais Mitchell saw um, a show of Natasha Pierre and spoke to the director, Rachel Chavkin, um, after being very impressed with her direction and her staging um, and seeing. So, and you, I do see that they're kind of, they have similarities between the shows. They're very small musicals. They're very 
intimate between the audience and the artists. Um, so I can see why she, you know, would have wanted to speak to, to Chapkin. So they work together to develop the new version. Um, so this is sort of the new full musical version developed from the, from the album. There's a lot of new songs, a lot of reworked songs, um, a lot of new written content, uh, mm. dialogue, which was not very well reviewed. Um, <laughs> it very rarely is, yeah. let's be honest. Um, and Rachel Chapkin brought with her um, Amber Gray to play Persephone, who had previously played Helene in The Great Comet. Um, and again, I can very much see the, yes. the ties yeah, between yeah. those characters, very similar. Um, so they opened in Edmonton in Canada in 2017. Um, and then they released the full, the new version of that album in October 2017. Um, so I think they released a few songs in an EP beforehand as a kind of a teaser yeah. thing. And then they released the full thing. And it was a live recording. It wasn't a studio recording. It was a full, you know, run through of the show. You can hear the audience. Yeah, the that's what I love so yeah. much about you listening You really to this get album. into it there. Yeah. Like you yeah. feel like you're in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Especially with the the way the vocals are done is it's very intimate. Like they're, they're often singing not into headset mics, but into actual like, I, I, I don't know whether they're real antique microphones or fake antique, but on the stage and you can really hear that in the yeah, recording. Yeah. Um, so that um, production, I think, has wrapped up and they're opening in London in like November a month 6th. from now, November I'm this so year. Sad. I left at the wrong time, guys. <laughs> yeah. And so they're running through until January in London and then that show is transferring to Broadway Amazing. in 2019. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. It's... I- and it's exciting that it's like it's getting its first like it had a show in Canada and it's going to London yeah. before yeah. it gets to Broadway like that. That's it's not really done. Up. And it's it's built, yeah. Momentum, yeah. Like and it's at the National Theatre. It's not at like some dingy yeah. theater on some street. It's yeah. at a premier <laughs> <laughs> It will be I, I think it'll be very interesting the reception that this gets on mm. Broadway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be because of that different track that it's taken mm-hmm. and the how different it is to the current fare yeah. that we're getting on Broadway with like all of these movies to musicals, Absolutely. like this something that is like super original, yeah, um, or at least a very original take on a classic story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's very interesting to see. I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> very very excited, especially to see for awards. those rights to become. Available. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> he's just waiting. He's still refreshing, guys. I can see. Him. <laughs> You should refresh right now live <laughs> and see if you've got uh, the rights. Okay. It is. No, it's still not available. Oh, <laughs> it was like, oh, it's going to happen today on the <laughs> show. Like right I'm so sure it was going to happen for you. We'll apply I don't know, guys, for the rights just got an email. Yeah, both your phones will just pop up <laughs> with an email. And then there'll be a fight. <laughs> together, like, together. We heard you were doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, and it's mutual. If you're listening, please. We're uh, all for I it. feel that we're the right people yeah. <laughs> to do it. If Hit you want to have a production meeting about it first, to yeah. like scope out the talent. <laughs> we can Skype, we can, <laughs> you know. Great. Well, anything else before we head on into uh, the actual story? Excellent. Then let us take a quick break and we'll come back and talk the story of Hades Town. Okay, so Hadestown, we have mentioned 
that it's the story of Orpheus and Eurydice. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a famous Greek tale, uh, part of mythology uh, about these two lovers who are basically thwarted by Hades. Yeah. So. What a butthead. <laughs> <laughs> well. I can't yes. swear on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it starts out uh, with the fates. Of course, it's it's Greek mythology setting setting the stage, and Hermes, Greek god, uh, the narrator, and also the narrator comes in and introduces each of the characters. Uh, each of the characters, and I love that. I love those kind of ro- oh, roll yeah. call yeah. beginnings. Like again, great comment had the same thing, like a roll call of all the characters, and it's just yeah, it's like cool, excellent. Now I know who everybody yeah. is. I know exactly what we're doing. We can just get going. And I was just like dancing through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, let's do this. So, so after he introduces the characters in his song, um, the stage empties, and it's just Orpheus and Eurydice. They introduce themselves to each other, and Orpheus asks Eurydice to marry him. Yeah, like straight As away. You well, you know I'm that's ready. that's how the Greeks did it. Yeah. Like, we are soulmates. Yeah, Please I know marry it. Me. I've seen it in your eyes. Yep. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, this you guy's got a magic loot. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish my guy had a magic loot. <laughs> loot. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> now, strangely enough, Eurydice is doubtful. She doesn't know whether she wants mm. to do it or not because they both are very poor people. And they've literally and she just wants. Met. <laughs> That's not a problem because she believes that they're soulmates oh, yeah. and they could be happy together, but she wants a bit of stability. Who believes in soulmates in this time? Well, to be I fair, a Greek god, Hermes, has just told them they're soulmates. That they're soulmates. That's, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, if he told yeah, me yeah. that, I'd probably be on board. Uh, yeah. I'm like, damn. <laughs> and I probably had a few wines. <laughs> so, of course. Well, this guy's got wings on his feet. Orpheus, <laughs> yes. with his magical loot, persuades her. That his music will provide for them. Nothing to read Look, into there. Nothing to read into there. You know what? If, if Ed Sheeran or Passenger said that to me, I'd be there too. <laughs> really, KB. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then Orpheus proceeds to tell the story of Hades and Persephone. So this is where Hades uh, finds Persephone, falls in love, takes her to the underworld, and that basically causes her mother. While she's busy searching for her daughter, she's the goddess of summer. Summer goes away, winter is there. And so now, now that Persephone is married to Hades, half the year is winter, half the year is summer. When it's summer, Persephone's up top. When it's winter, she's Living down bottom. Um, sometimes they change it up a bit depending on the <laughs> Well, their marital problems do come into this particular it, it show. true. <laughs> Uh, so Persephone shows up and celebrates the summertime with Orpheus and Eurydice in a very upbeat, great Again. song, living it up, living it up on top. Dancing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and Orpheus makes a toast to Persephone and expresses his hope for the future and reflects that uh, And Eurydice basically says uh, that her growing love for Orpheus, despite her independence, so she's still like, you know, I love you, but I'm still my own person. But the two promise to stay with each other no matter what. Uh-oh, I hear a butt coming on, Zane. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> well, summer arrived mm-hmm. and then it leaves and winter is here. And along with winter 
comes the train to bring Persephone back down to Hadestown. Uh-oh. And in this show, Hadestown is actually an underground factory run by Hades. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not really it's not really gone into exactly what purpose it serves, mm-hmm. but basically his power comes from people working in this factory mm-hmm. and people who die, he basically ropes them in and says, "I will give you purpose and you will work in my factory." Mm-hmm. It's very Industrial Revolution. It is. Yeah. It's, it's. It is. Yeah. Because it, it's all about electricity yeah. and steam and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Orpheus and Eurydice watch Persephone, as she says exactly that she does not want to return to the factory, as she does. She doesn't want to go back down. Um, but the fates are there to say, "Hey, Hades sounds great. Everyone's rich. <laughs> it's it's gr- rich down there. What's your problem?" Um, I, I'm not sure what role the fates are meant to play in this <laughs> yeah. because they really they don't so much tell the future as tell people what <laughs> convince people to do Hades bidding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Work to Hades ends. Absolutely. Here. They kind of remind me of the you know um, Disney's Hercules. Yeah, the fates in that yeah, where yeah. they're literally just like Hades, like little minions. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's more like Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the little mermaid. We're here. Yeah. We serve a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask us about we the future. We will convince you what to do through yeah. the power of song. Now uh, all I can think of is Hercules songs. Like, yeah, I'm really in my happy place. <laughs> so defying the fates, Orpheus says that Hades treats his workers terribly, mm-hmm. but Eurydice is intrigued. Of course she is. Of course she is because yeah. she wants stability. Yes, mm-hmm. if not riches. As winter goes on, Orpheus continues to write music while Eurydice urges him to work so they can have food and shelter. <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> but music is more important mm-hmm. to uh, Orpheus, so of course he keeps playing. At the same time, Hades and Persephone fight about the decline of their own relationship. So she's not happy anymore and he just wants someone to appreciate what he can give them. I know. It's yeah. a tough gig being Hades. It's, look. It's I'm not like that sounded, that sounded sarcastic. Oh. <laughs> I reckon it'd be a pretty sweet gig. Yeah. Although to be fair, they only see each other for six months of the year. That is like, true. That's got to put a strain and on she's, any relationship. And she's, she seems to be very keen to leave and very reluctant <laughs> yeah. to come back. She's a summer girl. She's living down under. Yeah. Like I will say I love Persephone. Mm. Yeah. I think she's one of the most interesting roles yeah. in this show yeah. because like her fate is sealed mm. but she's still kind of playing at like the tension of like what she can yeah. achieve. Yeah. Well, she kind of goes a bit, not crazy, but she's, she feels like a very different character when, like when she's up top versus when she's down very in Hades. Much so. It's like this really like fermenting rebellion. Yeah. Down yeah. where she, up top, she's all parties and yeah. wine. Yeah. yeah. It's very, it reminds me of like, like cabaret clubs in, in Weimar Germany, yes. you know, it's yeah, like yeah. that kind of, Seeding rebellion through performance. Yeah, I feel like Persephone and I would just like, get along really well. Well, this yeah. is why I think you. I think you would enjoy it if you looked at it from Persephone, because I think that's the role that you would play in. The I think show. you would be really interesting, and you would be Persephone. really awesome mm. at it. Um, I but, did not like, enjoy the one song I heard that she sang. Yeah, but you wouldn't <laughs> sound like that seeing it. <laughs> no, it sounded right. much better. Exactly. So after their fight. Hades leaves the factory to find someone who will appreciate the safety and comfort of Hades Town. Oh my goodness, there's someone that's looking for exactly what Quite he right. Has to and offer. he, fate would have it, crosses paths with 
with uh, Eurydice. No way. Yep, it's true. And his song here is what creepy, creepy, <laughs> creepy, is. creepy, so sexy. creepy and <laughs> so sexy. predatory, yeah. Like and he is he's really way. hot. Yeah. Like, like, like old yes, man sexy. But yeah, like, like yes, Tim Curry in Rocky Songbird. Horror where you're like, yeah. what's going on with my genitals? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But also don't come anywhere near me. <laughs> yeah. And it's like we know That's this is a bad idea. Yeah. but yeah. Uh, So the fates arrive and urge Eurydice to put survival first. Mm. And survival means going with Hades to Hades Town and not staying with Orpheus who's just going to play songs all winter while you starve. Yeah, but will you be happy? That's the question. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's like, like Orpheus is like a magical musician. That's true. He's got godly powers and he still can't earn enough money. It's to, true, too. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, you've got to think say? maybe it's something more than just the music. <laughs> and, of course, um, because she's already partially interested and the fates are saying you should go and Hades mm-hmm. is being dark and sexy, mm-hmm. she goes. Yeah, oh. As you would. As Wouldn't I personally would. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and Orpheus goes back to wherever they were living and can't find Eurydice anymore and... Uh, and Hermes arrives to tell him that she's gone to Hades Town, yeah. and is kind enough to let him know how to get there the back way without dying. <laughs> In another really sexy voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hermes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, and then at the end, <clears throat> sorry, at the end of the act, Eurydice arrives at Hades Town, begins her work on the wall surrounding it. The end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> so you find out that Hades Town isn't so great. Like no. Orpheus mm-hmm. had it right. Like the people existing in Hades Town, they're not too happy. No. Like they're safe and they have purpose, but their their existence isn't great. Girl, why do you think Persephone gets out of there for six months of the year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Act Two opens with an entr'acte where Persephone introduces herself and the band and serves drinks to the audience. Our Lady of the Underground, another great song. Um, and Eurydice is basically dealing with the reality of Hades Town, and she can't leave unless Hades chooses to let her go. Like, so she signed a contract, basically what another an Ursula sort of <laughs> <laughs> a thing to do. Uh, and Orpheus has made his way to Hades Town, following Hermes' directions, finds Eurydice and begs her to come home and marry him. Eurydice and the Fates tell Orpheus. She legally belongs to a Hades and can't return without Thanks. his permission. Get out. <laughs> yeah, they're really not helpful. They're not in helpful show, at all. No. I, I re- like, knowing what I know about Greek mythology, I feel like this is, like, Greek mythology shifted to... Whoa. Oh, just destroyed the studio. <laughs> shifted to modern day where the relationship has kind of changed yeah. and the fates are now serving <laughs> Hades for some reason <laughs> and Zeus and the rest of the pantheon are just not present. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you guys do you. We'll be up here. Because even Hermes line. seems to be doing yeah. Hades. That's true. Yeah. Maybe they had a falling out. Maybe. <laughs> Zeus and Hermes. <laughs> uh, so Hades ba- arrives and confronts Oh, he's confronted by Orpheus uh, and Hades asserts that he does own Eurydice and tries to chase Orpheus off. So, uh, But the face surround and exhausted Orpheus and tell him to give up on saving Eurydice. <laughs> Just don't do it anymore. And so, of course, with his magical loot, Orpheus sings about it. Yeah, good. Uh, and in his despair of losing Eurydice and Persephone hears this. Uh 
and because she's touched by his music, Persephone tells Hades to let Eurydice go. Now, what do we know? What do we know about the devil? You can't trust him. The devil will always give you a chance to uh, beat him uh. in a contest. <laughs> oh no! Oh, yeah. what and the that? contest that Orph- <laughs> devil went down to Georgia, probably. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> obviously. Uh, and the contest is Hades offers to give Orpheus a chance to sing for him, <laughs> and if he convinces Hades that he loves Eurydice, yeah. he will let her go. So Hades becomes Simon Cowell. Yeah. <laughs> it's a no from me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm waiting and for. And Orpheus, instead of singing about Eurydice's, sings about Hades and Persephone and reminds Hades how much he loved Persephone at what the start of their relationship. Very smart. And the it's face about of- the only smart thing he ever, <laughs> knows, he ever does. But- yeah. yeah. Uh, and at this point, the fates explain the dilemma that he has been put in because mm. if he keeps Eurydice captive, she becomes a martyr. That's true. But if he lets her go, then he loses the authoritarian control over Hades Town. That's true too. Oh, uh-oh. Mm. So he decides do, Hades? to uh, leave their fate her. in Orpheus's hands. Uh-oh. And he says, if you can mm. lead her out without turning to see if she's following behind you, then she can leave. If you can lead her out, implies so that he has to walk out the way that he came, right? With her following behind, yeah. But he can't turn around to check that she's following. Okay. So if he's if he doubts her love for even yeah. a second, it's done. She stays in. She Girl, stays in Hades Town. Just be confident mm. in you. You walk away. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why he needs a sassy gay friend. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might be a sassy gay friend. New character, guys. We can do it. Uh so Hermes explains Hades' decision to Orpheus and Eurydice who discuss all of their doubts and, and their hopes of being able to trust one another in a, in a very pretty song. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, and Orpheus begins walking out with Eurydice following him, guided by the fates. So the fates are kind of helping them along their way. I mean, has he not learned? Yeah. Has he not, not learned? to trust the fates. <laughs> and in the tragedy of this Greek tale, they get right to the to, no. the, to the to the gates of hell, <laughs> like to steps away, and being overcome with doubt, he turns to see that Eurydice has been right behind him the whole time. No. But because he's turned and, and looked, yeah, she stays in Hades yeah. Town. This is why just have confidence and do you. Yeah, like, but maybe he's so turning around on someone else that you can't just Maybe walk he's away. trying to help her up a maybe step. Maybe he's trying to help her up a step. <laughs> maybe no. he's just being That's like, her I'm problem about in this to situation. open the door. Yeah. So Hermes leads Eurydice back to Hades Town, and the show closes with Persephone raising a toast to Orpheus. The end of the show. Boom. It's a really powerful ending. Like the it music is. at the end is so, yeah. And like you really, it really gets across the feeling of like this could never have ended any other way. Yeah. And almost yeah. all the players involved knew that it would end this exactly. way, but they had to go through it anyway. Exactly. And that's the way that they staged it, which we'll talk about a bit later, like really upfront with the audience and like, oh, it was just so, mm. yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can I can Which tell. I feel like it it's must nice. have lost when it uh, transferred into a Prasini March theatre. Yeah. And they had to I restage imagine. the whole thing mm. to, to suit that. I can only imagine it would have really lost a lot of that that close kind of interaction. Yeah, especially when Persephone's like, 
doing things like serving drinks yeah, yeah. to the audience. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. But all right, that's the story. That's the story of Hades Town. So let's take a break. Great we'll story. come back and we will talk about the songs. KV, tell us about the music. Um, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take a, a quote directly from the official website because I think it is the best way to describe the music in this show. It says, Celebrated singer-songwriter Anais Mitchell and visionary director Rachel Chavkin have transformed Mitchell's acclaimed concept album into a genre-defying new work that blends modern American folk music with vintage New Orleans jazz to reimagine a sweeping ancient tale. And I think it's right. You said that sentence and I'm like, God, I love this music. Right? (laughs) I read that before I listened to it and I was like, I am excited because it blends, for me, New Orleans jazz is like, I will sit there and listen to it all day, every day. I don't know what it is. It's just real sexy. Just Um, just the idea that there are just random brass ensembles that, Walk down a street just jamming. Yep. <laughs> yeah. jamming. Yeah. Street. And like musicians that have probably never met or played together before yeah. just having a ball. Like it's just, it's that feel of being in a kind of dark, dingy bar and yeah. like, yeah. And I really mm. feel like you said this before we started, like <laughs> I'm surprised that this sort of approach to a musical hasn't happened until no. now. Mm. Because this sound is so infectious yeah. that musical theatre is really good on like picking up on the good parts, like the good parts of pop music mm-hmm. and the good parts of rock yeah, music and exactly. using them in a musical context. Yeah. Whereas I think the closest that might come are parts of the Wild Party. I was going to yeah. say, like, mm-hmm. we can't discount Wild Party because no, it's wild similar, party, it's just not yeah. new, like... Yeah, Wah! Orleans. <laughs> it's not New Orleans jazz. It's it's more like a classic jazz. Jazz, yeah. yeah. But I think it it is that I don't know. I think uh, New Orleans jazz for me has that kind of like uh, like it's naughty dark, school kid kind yeah, of feel to it. Yeah, <laughs> like you're like, oh, I I shouldn't be listening to this, but I want to listen to more. I don't know why. And, and there's something like a little bit magic about it yeah. as well, isn't there? Like yeah. it kind of conjures certain things it's up. Ma- it, it is magical, yeah. but that like dark magic. Whoa! Yeah. And I think oh. it has other portions that are more. Like your standard pop, like the ballads in it are just mm. more standard. Yeah, yes, and, but absolutely. I think like well, modern, mo- that modern folk sound of, of uh, you know, you kind of hear the influences in it. Anais Mitchell's music is, is mm. very different, but it it also brings that into it. And I and it reflects like the it. characters really well. Like yeah. if you listen to an Orpheus song, it's very different from a Hades absolutely. song. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I've split. We've kind of talked about how the songs fit in already. So what I've done is split. Um, what I think has been influenced more by the jazz side and what's been influenced more by the folk side. Absolutely. As yep. we go through it, because there are such yeah. that you can tell mm. as you as you go through. So the first song is Road to Hell, which is Hermes' song of introducing the characters. Big, brassy, <laughs> sexy. I was dancing all the way through it. <laughs> like, I was ready. Um, and then every time the fate sing... For me, it has this uh, Andrew Sisters kind of vibe yeah. to it. So it's jazzy, but it's not jazz, it's folk. And so it's like yeah. folk mm. Andrew Sisters, yeah. if you can imagine what that is. I have so many ideas <laughs> on how to stage folk the folk like, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like swingy yeah. at the same kind time. Of. Like, like yeah. harmonised. Yeah. I think yeah. this is where I took maybe some issue 
with it. Yeah. I was like, wh- where are we? What do we, wh- what do we want to be? Yeah. Mm. And then I was saying before off air that the first two tracks are very, very similar where <laughs> the kind of like this first track and the second track, first track is one thing. And then the second track does exactly the same thing, but turns it upside down. So <laughs> It's worth noting that in the actual stage version, those two tracks aren't completely adjacent there is there's other music that happens uh, in between. yeah so you don't notice as much yeah. like they're the same song but yeah. upside down upside down town upside down <laughs> town. um then we get um orpheus and eurydice's meet and uh come home with me one <laughs> is uh more spoken than sung yeah but it's got the the looty folky mm. sound underlaying it all um so not really. And then the wedding song, again, Eurydice and Orpheus. So it kind of, they have a theme. So every time they sing, it's it's definitely more folk than jazz, um, yeah. which is fun. Living it up on top <laughs> is the best party song. It's yeah. <laughs> so good. You, this, this is a song you play at the start of a party. Yeah. You're like, yeah. guys, get your drink, mm. get ready to dance. You are in for a Everyone night. is singing along. <laughs> and that's what the song's about. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. You know, it's like and you feel everyone it. getting together. How great is it? It's summertime. We've got this goddess here. Absolutely. And I think, too, because of that live recording aspect that we spoke about before you you do feel like you're part of the yeah. party yeah. and that's really weird i've never sat down to listen to a soundtrack and been like i am with you yeah. i can picture it i can see what's happening where i don't drink but and i'll have a drink as like. soon as i got to this song mm. i had yet to look at any of the staging or anything mm. and like yeah. this song immediately came to life in my head and yeah. like i know how i want to yeah. stage this show because exactly. of this song yeah um it's so evocative. It's yeah, and like and like imagine that like voice. this this show being theater in the round. Yeah, and you're literally like yeah. like thirty centimeters away from you know or a characters offering you a drink like, or yes. dancing with you or yeah. It would be amazing. So again, uh, more jazzy, and I feel like I guess the way we we split it here is anything to do with uh, Hades. And the gods are very; they sit more in the jazz component. Anything yeah. to do with um, Eurydice and Orpheus sit in the folk department, folk, yeah. and then the fates are kind of the thing that brings the two together. Um, and then we've got all I've ever known, which is Eurydice's solo of like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm just this is what I want, but this is what I get. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I will say we're probably talking about songs that. You might not have listened to. You probably Re- the recordings are on Spotify, and they will be linked in the show notes. Amazing, and everything's on YouTube, guys. Everything's on and YouTube. there's like this really cute thing that someone's done. Whoever you are, well done. Is that someone's animated the soundtrack, and so it's just really cute. <laughs> <laughs> if you want something visual to watch at the same time, it's obviously not the show, but it's 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 really lovely. Um, way down Hades Town. Way one. down Hades Town. <laughs> Holy moly, because I can't swear. Um, Make Zane want to be a bass. Yes, I wanted to be a bass. Like, yes. This is where I got back on board with the soundtrack. I was like, forgiven for the first two. Hello. 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 (laughs) Like, all right. We can, yeah, this is fun. Um, 
You've got your, your epic one chant one uh, comes back into it later. It's a folky yeah. song that mm. I skipped halfway through, but it's still good to listen to. Like, See, I, I've had that. I've spoken to people who say they really didn't like the chant songs. I actually really like them. I think it's one of those things that maybe once I see it, Mm. Yeah, as, as you see it as part of the show, yeah. part yeah. of the presentation. I like, yeah. and I understand why it's there, but it's just, yeah, not mm. one day. Hey, little mm. songbird, mm. jazz, jazz, mm. jazz. Mm. Hello, Deep, daddy. <laughs> silky voice. Holy moly! It's got this like again. It's like mm, I'm not. I'm not musically like I don't know the terminology, but there's this like weird. It's like languid, drawn out. Yeah. It's not swing, but it's like, and I just lilt. Uh, it's got a lilt. There we go. It. Thanks, thanks. Julie. And it's really kind of almost spoken. Yeah. And like, yeah. The the recording, like that guy. Like I can't imagine Hades by anyone else. No, exactly. I don't it's want so it. distinctive. And like, well, and I think there's a reason that he's playing Hades in like yeah. every run of the show yeah. that's happened so far. Well, yeah. the minute he opens his mouth, he makes like half a sound and my whole body was so uncomfortable yeah. and yet so yeah. attracted. It's that, it's <laughs> that whole thing of like like he can he can say one word yeah. and it's powerful and you're yeah. listening to him and that's the You've perfect thing for Hades. Absolutely. Know? Everything, his songs, his his dialogue, everything, he just takes his time. Yeah. Because yeah. he knows you're listening. Because, like, that's listening. the thing. Yep. This story revolves around me. So yeah. Why? He's Hades. He's Hades. Yeah. yeah. But you see it in that, that power dynamic. He knows it and he mm. he just takes charge. And, then, yeah. and this is a song that I can only sing in the shower because <laughs> my voice does not go low enough yeah. when I'm not surrounded <laughs> by steam. What about when you're sick? Are I you just crushing it when you're Hades and you're sick? Being sick. And sung this yet, Touch so wood. hopefully. But when we meet you, we'll try. <laughs> um, next we've got When the Chips Are Down. So this is The Fates again. Again, another mix of that weird folky jazz combination yeah. that I can't describe. It's um, very Andrew Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. E- even the lyrics feel quite Andrew yeah. Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's them basically being like, Eurydice, yeah. you know what you want to like, do. Hey, when the chips are down, <laughs> yeah. you want you yeah. want stability. Yeah. You want, you're going to. Get on down to Hades. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you're going to see in the fates together, sing Gone When I'm Gone, and she's kind of like, oh, well, this is what I want. I will go. Okay, bye. Um, <laughs> Orpheus, come find me, but not really. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> like, so there we go. Um, Wait For Me is another one where um, Orpheus comes in and he's like, oh, my goodness, what happened? And Hermes is like, she called your name, but obviously you went around to hear it. So full on you. That's it. She's gone now. But I'll help you get there if you feel like it. I actually really don't like this song. No, and I think I didn't even bother putting it into a category. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's because it doesn't sit in one. It's the most musical theatery number yeah. of yeah. the and show. And it felt really forced. Like when I was yeah. listening to it again the it's other so day. Ex- yeah. all it's all exposition. It's only exposition. It's and, like, and it's it's like like Oh, hey, uh, it's Hermes saying, hey, Orpheus, this is the plot so far that was happening when you were in the other room. Like, I'm just going to catch you up. And then, yeah, I just, the song doesn't really have a point. Like, the song could be a line, basically. It could be Orpheus saying, wait for me, and we're done. And they kind of don't sing a lot in it either. A lot of it is spoken or, like, it's spoken on pitch. And also, like, a lot of what they're saying, like, 
it, it doesn't really fit with their characters. Like, no. why is Hermes doing this? Yeah. And Orpheus, like, either you need, you need to be either more upset yeah. or more angry. Yeah, yeah. which one exactly. are you? Well, how do you Orpheus feel? is just this whole non-character yeah. and it's supposed to be, you know, he's supposed to be the hero of this yeah. tale. Like, this is the song that should declare you as yeah. a character. Yeah. Absolutely. Which, and I feel like doesn't. maybe potentially Hermes has been off stage for too long. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. they're like, yeah. get him back. Yeah. Um, I did. I preferred this song a lot more in the in the concept yeah. album. Yeah, I think because it didn't have so much of this exposition. They it was just straight into the song. Yeah, and um, they did a really weird thing in the concept album with Orpheus's voice. He's mm-hmm. he's got this whole um, like I I think it's the same um, singer singing the lines like three times, harmonizing with himself, oh. right. and they layered them over each other. So. Orpheus's voice always has this very mythic, lyrical, oh. strange quality, which this magical kind look. of helped him <laughs> to have a character in yeah. the absence of everything else. And then now he's just this kind of like whiny boy. Pithy kind of yeah. character. It's like, oh, but she was mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, like at this point, hard. I really want Hermes and the Fates to kind of face off to yeah. to, to see more about like where they're approaching yeah. this story mm-hmm. from, and then for Orpheus to walk into the middle of it, yeah, and then yeah. F- figure out the way down from that. From that yeah. Exactly. Kind of like each voice in yeah. the being like, do don't do don't do, yeah. do. and then he'd be like, actually, yeah. she yeah. is what I want. This well, is what I'm going like, to fight for. It's like storytelling one on one. Like, give your character agency. Yeah. yeah. Like Orpheus doesn't choose to do. Pretty much anything no. in the show, he just gets told by Hermes or the Fates yeah. or Hades what to do, and he's like, "Oh, okay." Um, you <laughs> said sure. it. I can't think of anything better, so let's do that. Um, so then we finish Act One with "Why We Build the Wall," which is Hades oh, and Company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was Wait. just a good shit. What's this song about? What is this song about? This <laughs> um, song released in 2016. It's called "Why <laughs> We Build the Wall." This song that was written in 2006, though, to yeah. be fair. <laughs> Maybe. But it, it has mm. taken on a whole yeah. new yes. kind of side because <laughs> Hades does kind of represent that. Uh, Corporate. Yeah, that yeah. kind of Leadership. exploitation. Yes. Yeah. Jobs yeah. and growth. Um, <laughs> This was not. What I was expecting for an end of act song yeah. mm. at all. It's, it's still a very, very low note, isn't it? Yeah. It's a very down moment. And I think too because it's Hades and he does take his time mm. with things, mm-hmm. you're expecting because you're in a musical this kind of big finish more like Road to Hell and mm. living it up on top, but you are not given that. No. I mean, any I point. don't want to jump ahead, but like I think finishing the act this way really ties the way that the show ends. Absolutely. Yeah. Like as a whole really But you well. don't yeah. know that until you, you get to the <laughs> end. And like oh. this is really good character exposition for Hades. Yeah. You know, this whole the call and response song, the workers song yeah. that he's yeah. leading is just so like representative of his whole character. Yeah. And I think too, it's that like um, confirmation that you don't need a big jazzy, jazz, well, like jazz hand kick line number at the end of yeah. the act to bring yeah. people back in. Yeah, we'll um, save that for the opening of Act Two. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, you came back, so you're rewarded yeah. with yeah. what you're expecting, and that is the thing. Our Lady of the Underground is again Persephone, just being like, guys, and <laughs> this guys, is me. I brought the booze. Yeah. <laughs> it is like the whole thing is literally about her like importing illicit things into Hades <laughs> Town. Like, Maybe I do want to be her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. And she I like she you. buys the audience members a drink. Like 
the, the first act ends with her being like, anybody want a drink? Yeah. <laughs> like taking the audience to the bar. The best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Um, and then we go back and we go into a, a way down Hades Town 2. I like that there's never the word reprise in the yeah. yeah. soundtrack. It's just one and two. Yeah. It was always meant to happen. It's just and, and like the, the concept album gets to it's like like epic V. Yeah. Like it just keeps going. <laughs> Um, which is a song uh, between uh, uh, Hermes, Eurydice, the fate, the company, basically. This yeah, is where she well. signs the contract. Yeah. So when, when we get wired, the, we build the wall. She's only just arrived and, like, Hades is introducing her to yeah. uh, to the underground. And then act two is when she actually seals her fate. Yeah. Oh, Eurydice. Then we have, like, a lot of folky influence mm. songs. So you got Flowers, you have Come Home With Me Too, you have Nothing Changes, you have it. If it's true, and you have how long, which is a lot of, I don't even like it's. There's a lot of there's a lot of things happening. You have Persephone and Hades having their thing. You have Orpheus and Hermes being like, yeah. well, "What are we doing?" What are you doing? You have um, Hades and Hermes and Orpheus and the Fates, and everyone <laughs> comes into these five songs, and everyone's just like, "You have a choice to make, yeah. and how are we going to make that choice? Mm. This is how." It's um, it's literally like this is the situation. Let's sing about how everyone feels. Yeah, you yeah. all get a point of view, um, which I re- I think that's yeah. Everyone at, at least ha- in that five song block kind of um, has a moment. So then we go into chant two and epic two. We go into lovers desire, which is an instrumental. Go into promises, and this is when it starts. Like you you got you got you're yeah. gonna have to like you're gonna have to do something <laughs> hard, guys. Um, Word to the Wise is the Fates, which is their first kind of real jazzy song. <laughs> um, but also, guys, who, like, why? Why are you doing it? Like, whose side are you on? Hey, Fates, <laughs> what's the deal? Yeah, what? I thought you guys were, like, on, like, like uh, not on either side, yeah. but now, like, yeah. yeah. Um, and they kind of position themselves like that. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, his Kiss the Riot. Yeah, this <laughs> is, is. I think it's my favorite oh. in the whole show, and also the first time that Hades sings on his own. Yeah. Like it's, it, nobody yeah. else comes into this point, and mm. it, it's weird to have an entire show, and we've only got what, three songs left, really four songs left, to be like, whoa, okay, yeah, all right, okay. Um, and this is the first time we see Hades as. Like a like a person, yeah. Person he's, who, he's not this immovable force yeah. that no. like everyone's revolving around. Yeah. It's like I now have a choice to make. I and have, I have decide, feelings about exactly. what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, you know, it's always nice to see the villain as maybe not a, a well. That's villain the thing. For like, a moment. Yeah. coming out of this, I don't feel angry at Hades. No. Like, you probably should. He was no, he was very upfront <laughs> yeah, with yeah. Eurydice about what the deal was. And it's and like it's like, Hades. Like yeah. we we know what he's <laughs> what he's up, up yeah, to. You you don't have to do this, but this is what I can offer you. But does that make Hades a good guy? No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> but also like Persephone kind of brought this on by yeah. again playing against him yeah. and sending him looking for someone something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we see it. We get Wait for Me too, which um it sounds it's, sim- it's better than the first yeah. one. Yeah. It's yeah. similar but not the same and it's 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 good. Um basically everyone sings in that other than Orpheus, which is a little strange for me. 
Or that it's like a reprise of his song yeah. and he's not even in it. Yeah. And he's the one that's about to carry out this task yeah. of like, I'm like, we can do this. Can I do yeah. this? And then the yeah. doubt comes in. Which I mean, is I kind of like that because it's like the first time it's Wait For Me, it's him following yeah. Eurydice down to Hades Town. And the second time they're saying Wait For Me, it's Eurydice following oh, him yeah. back out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and doubt comes doubt in. Doubt comes These in. These three fates literally taunting them yeah. as they're walking. Like, like, because, uh, do you feel it yet? Do you feel it yeah. yet? Do you feel it yet? Are you do stressed you yet? yet? <laughs> and at this point, like, you know, like, they know what's happening. Oh, yeah. Well, and and so and that's, that's, that's yeah. I think that's their role through here. Like, they know what's happening. They're just like, okay, let's get you down. Okay, you you go down as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah, now you're going up at. Yeah. How about that doubt? Well, it's like they're playing yeah, the, the part fates. of the, the chorus in a Greek tragedy play. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like. Yeah. They just lay it all out at the front. We know what's going to happen. This yeah. is a tragedy. It's a tragedy for these reasons because yeah. this person's hubris led them to this point. <laughs> and we know the future, so we're just going to help direct it there. But I will um, say Doubt Comes In, this is the song that sticks in my head. Yeah. More than like all the boppier songs, the mm. ones that I want to sing, like this is the one that where I'm like trying to go to sleep at night yeah. and this is the one that will just <laughs> waft through yeah. my head. And it's very, it's creepy it's and creepy. It's, it pulls itself into your brain. And, and that like uh, real, it's not in the jazzy section, it's definitely in the folk mm. section and it's just, it's ugh, like. Uh, the jazzy section, folk section. Sorry, I'm sitting too far away from the microphone because it <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. Um, the song, not the microphone. Uh, yeah, I just because you know you kind of you can feel what's yeah. about to happen yeah. and you don't want it, it to happen. Like, don't do it. So much tension. Yeah, do it. please don't do it. Oh no. Um, and then our final two songs are "Road to Hell 2. Hermes <laughs> just like belting his little yeah. jazzy voice out one more <laughs> mm-hmm. time, just telling wrapping up the story essentially. And then our curtain call, which is the toast, um, I raise my cup by Persephone to And Eurydice. I'm really glad that Persephone and Eurydice kind of get the last word. Yeah. Because like, they're, they're like the story's about them. The story's about them doing what they need to do to survive yeah. through these awful shit. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> it's really about what women sacrifice yeah. to survive yeah. through this mythological kind of lens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great show. <laughs> Great show. Oh. That took a long time to explain the soundtrack, but I hope that we've we've talked about it so much that you're like, I gotta go listen to it now because you Just should. Please go it. listen to it. Like our descriptions can't do it. No, justice, like so. you have to hear this voice. Go go listen yeah. to the soundtrack and then listen to this podcast again, and you'll see what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> All right, now we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about who has been in it. Julie, who's been in Hades Town? I mean, not a lot of well, there hasn't been many famous people. Um, so in the off-Broadway New York theatre workshop in 2016, um, probably the person of m- most note throughout any of these little little namesy poos that I could click on on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, Paul Hermes was played by Chris Sullivan. Now, Chris Sullivan. Has a bit of a a bit of a thing going. In 2010 to 2011, he was in Lombardi as Jim Taylor, and he was the original Jim Taylor. 2012 to 2013, he was in Nice Work If You Can Get It as Duke Mahoney, again originating the role of Duke mm-hmm. Mahoney. Duke yeah. Mahoney, <laughs> <laughs> he's crushing it. Um, and then he's also got TV and film credits. So his TV credits is. Uh, 2016, Stranger Things is Benny Harmond. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. I know who we're talking about now. Yeah. 
Um, I had to Google to find out who Benny Harmon was in Stranger <laughs> Things. Um, and then again, 2016 to the present, he's in This Is Us as Toby Damon, uh, which is a, the main 2017. He, okay, so like it's not a great role, but it's still a role. Um, in a show that I did not know was still running, <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah. he played husband number one. Husband number one is a great a prestigious character. role. <laughs> in episode Fatwa. <laughs> but the yeah. coveted. The coveted husband, husband number one. one. I had um, to like recheck who I am pretty sure I was like, I know who Benny is. He's the cafe guy. But then I had to like Google it and it, it is. It is. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. the guy who makes burgers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. Side note, had no idea Curb Your Enthusiasm was still filming. Like, whew, that is a long running show. Um, he, okay. So his movie, most notable movie credit is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. As Taserface. Oh, oh really? Wait, was that Hermes as Taserface? Yes, the Christmas. Oh, that's so cool. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I'm yeah, so good. glad you're suitably impressed by Chris Sullivan because everyone else has a very boring wiki. I'm really article. glad I'm wearing a Guardians of the Galaxy t shirt. Right yeah, now. you are. You are. Look at I didn't you. Know this before, and then there's Thanos right there so, staring at me. <laughs> I'm going to give a quick little rundown of everyone else who was in it. Um, Orpheus is Damon Duano. <laughs> oh, really? With these names? Eurydice <laughs> <laughs> was Nabia B. I believe it's Nabia Bay. Oh, okay. I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I've looked it up, and that was the pronunciation that was given okay. uh, in the YouTube thing. Okay. Um, Hades mm-hmm. across the board, all four versions. Patrick Page. Because Let's give a little clickety clue to Patrick Page and see what else he's done. He Ooh. is the only one ever yeah. can I mean, no I think else. Dreamcast, it can only yeah. be yeah. Patrick Page. And I, I have no the way. same thing with Anne Gray for Persephone. Like, yeah. who else? Oh, yes. Yes, Queen. Yes. Okay, so Page's Broadway credits include originating the role of the Grinch in the Dr. Zeus's How um, the Grinch Stole Christmas. Amazing. Oh yes. Scar in The Lion King. Yeah. Lumiere in Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I can't see that. I cannot see that. That no, does not no, make sense oh. to me. He's so. What? Think about it for a second. <laughs> yeah, that, I still nah. can't see it. Okay, fair but enough. I'm impressed. As a base, sure, he must yeah. have some. Yeah. Lumiere's huge got some range. low notes. I, I mean, like, like performance wise, because like Hades. Is like the exact opposite. opposite. Yeah, to he might have been quite yeah. young when he did Lumiere. Like, yeah, maybe because yeah, this be. is recent, and then mm. originating the role of Lumiere in Disney's Beauty and the Beast That's was a true. long time ago. True, that is. So, well, yeah. not a long time ago, but um, Ebenezer Scrooge and Jacob Marley in A Christmas Carol at oh, Madison yeah, Square Garden. Can see yes. That. Um, Brutus in Julius Caesar opposite Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um. Oh my goodness. Uh, his performance as King Henry the six seven eight. B I I I. Hey, at least I knew what the V stood for. It's true. Um, in the Broadway revival of Man for All Seasons in two thousand eight, was nominated for an Outer Critics Award. Oh, how delightful! But yeah, he's got many many accolades to his name. Super famous people are like right there with him. Well, he was the original Green Goblin in the <gasps> ill-fated Turn Off the Dark. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Opposite. I'm I'm jumping ahead of you. Go now, for but it. This is this uh, is the one fun fact I had written down. You jump ahead. So Patrick Page was original Green Goblin, and the new Orpheus Reeve Carney 
was Spider-Man. Oh, that's amazing. Natural enemies. I love Spider-Man. I love when that happens. (laughs) I like I know we're not talking about it right now, but Anastasia when Derek Cleaner and and Christy Altamore, I'm like, oh, they played Sue and Tommy and Carrie, that's so cute. And now they're (laughs) together again, and it just makes my heart happy. Um, yeah, l- just so much stuff. And he again is on the Disney team, Hunchback of Notre Dame, like crushing it. He would, he would be, uh, the, the, Frollo. The Car- Frollo. Yeah. His Frollo. Name. He yeah. was. Good guess. Great casting. Um, then Persephone, Amber Gray. Let's give that a clicky clue. Nah, boring. Clue. No, joking. In 2012, Gray first became involved with Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. Yes. Um, oh, I did not know. Okay, I really need to listen to that soundtrack, guys. I had no idea it was based on War and Peace. Yeah, it's based on like like 20 pages out of War and yes, Peace. Yes, yeah. War well, well the good 20. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they did the homework. <laughs> um, I think that's really kind of. Yeah, well, that, that that was her thing and then she came across with Rachel Chavkin. Yeah, and the rest is stuff you look at and go, huh, what? Oh, who cares? Yeah. But damn, she's real good at those two roles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Fates, Lulu Fall, Jesse Shelton, Shania Tub. You about to say Shania Twain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shania Twain. Shania Twain was one was of the Fates. Man, I feel that like Fate. <laughs> um, she's not got. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, she is another one that was with Natasha Pierre in the Great Comet of eighteen twelve. Um, then you've got your new 42nd Street Studios 2017 version. Uh, Andre De Shields is Hermes. Riff. I mean, that that's just a reading. But Andre De Shields did do London. Correct. Yeah? Is, or is doing so London. So we'll probably be we'll, doing. We'll be doing. He didn't worldwide. do the London Prem. Yes, he did. I lied. I lied to you all. <laughs> I cannot read. <laughs> um... <laughs> so he professional career began in '69 in the Chicago production of Hair, and when you look at him, he's pretty hot. I reckon he could take his clothes off on stage. Yeah, not everyone first. in Hair gets naked. Just most well, of them. Just most of them. I feel so ripped off. Um, let's have a look at some other notables, and by notables, I mean people with a Wikipedia article. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I could create a wikipedia article for me right now i know but these people are too lazy to do that (laughs) hence why i'm not mentioning them (laughs) see see what happens when you're too lazy (laughs) um orpheus played across the reading the uh, canadian yes i can yep that's a word and london premiere is all reeve carney who is scary yeah he is scary Mm. well did you have you seen penny dreadful no, no. He TV show. He played Dorian Gray, and <gasps> yeah, and he's pretty. He's pretty damn good at it. It's like he, it's like a young, like he's quite young. Dorian Gray. Yeah, a young like uh, like really dark, kinky Dorian. Yeah, yeah. Gray. He's very sharp, and like, he has all sex with like everyone sharp. in no, the no, show. Stop yeah, he's a very face. pointy person. But you know what? Okay, so imagine he has been cast as this person. So just imagine a dark-haired riffraff. That's him. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. See that, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. because because he was Riff Raff in the in the new Fox TV line. version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's him. That's what he looks yeah. like. He's very emo. Good luck with those nightmares. 
I've been um, in so long. I love it. Let's bring that back, guys. <laughs> As Eurydice in the Canadian premiere, we've got someone called T.V. Kapir. Literally T dot V dot, which stands for Teresa Victoria. But why would you shorten your stage name to TV? It could be to do with union, <laughs> union work. I know. It just sounds so stupid. Like, hello, my name is TV. I'm a stage actor. Yeah. <laughs> Hard TV Caprio. Um, anyway. Singer, songwriter, and actress, according to her Wikipedia page. Oh. Aren't we all? <laughs> uh, one day. Uh, that's what I would be classing myself as. <laughs> Um, and then for the London premiere for the same, Eurydice is Eva Maria Nobelzada. But yeah, let's give it a clicky clue, but I doubt it. Clicky clue. Clicky clue. Clicky clue. Yeah, nah, nah, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> she Sorry, was everyone. Kim. We haven't. Wasn't she? she was She's Kim. going yeah, to be. Yeah. No, she like originally. It was. Him? I thought it was two thousand. No, two thousand fourteen. Okay, well, she yeah, was this article has just revival. not been updated. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because she's she's done stuff in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And she, she was Kim in the West End and Broadway revivals of Miss Saigon. Just go right, Boo Bill and like Schomburg and think like the Wingy character. She's played it. I mean, I'm not good with names, Kim. but Noblezada is a very distinctive name. Mm. Where? <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> her name. Um, yeah, so she's played both Winger characters in their two well-known shows. Oh, Kim's Eponine. not that bad. Kim's, well, Kim's got very good reason to whinge. Yeah, Correct. Eponine, it's all your own fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> you really just dig in your own holes here. We've done Les Mis already. I we have, have a lot to say about Eponine. We have. <laughs> I like Les Mis, but I just don't like Eponine. Really, she's like the only character who I like in that show. Are you 12? Yes. <laughs> then you're welcome to like her. You're right in her demographic. We'll take but, this outside afterwards. <laughs> yes. Many a person, many a, many a thing. But. All right. Well, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about our dream cast. So our Dreamcast may not be too different to yeah. uh, the, the previous the cast. Cu- the current cast yeah. the original cast. But does anyone have any interesting pitches? I have a couple for Persephone. Go for it. Yeah. My girl, my pick. My girl. Audra McDonald, I think yeah. would be a very interesting Persephone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amber Gray is very kind of Slap happy go lucky mm-hmm. Persephone. Yeah. I think Audra would be make it a bit more kind of sensual schemey. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But also if you wanted to lean into like the the comedy version of Persephone, I think Emma Thompson would do a really good job. That yeah. is true too. Sure. Really? I, I think Persephone mm. and Mrs. Lovett have more in common than you would first think. I think I would like to see Emma Thompson being Persephone in the character. I just can't see her doing um, her, like the songs, Persephone's songs. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Are they, it would be interesting to see her take on that style because I've mm. only ever really seen Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson perform <laughs> on stage in Sweeney Todd. That's, right, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Is she meant to be hot though? Like, I... No. Persephone's meant to be, a, I view her as an older version of Eurydice. 
Yeah. So Eurydice right. is yeah. kind of the new blood that Hades is looking to replace Persephone. But Persephone is kind of meant to be all things summer. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that is not me. Are you crazy? I am anti-summer. Gee, Rose. But you are, you are, you are loud. You are, you are full of life. Yeah, You're vibrant. vivacious. Those are not words. But you also have a dark <laughs> side, which is yeah. being yeah. given to her by Hades. Because she's <laughs> like, like imagine how messed up you would be. Yeah. Like having to go down six months of the year and live with your like abusive husband. Yeah, you get in six hell. months of in freedom. Hell, you're in literal hell. Basically living up the good life, partying with all your friends and then you're... And then the train arrives. I mean, yeah. you just appreciate the finer things a little more when you <laughs> have to go to hell for six months. Well, you bring them with you and you sell yeah, them to yeah. people. <laughs> oh, that is what I would do. Yeah. 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 Like, run the black market from Hades yeah. town. I mean, I can't yeah. imagine anyone other market. than Patrick Page as Hades. Like, oh, no, absolutely not. Put that out there. No. Um. I don't want to hear anybody else. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that, that, that's the thing is I was thinking about it and I could think of people who might visually fit yeah. into that role. I was kind of like like Ron Perlman. I would like to yeah. see B. Or, Hades, um, but in terms of voice. Uh, I know. Exactly Collins in Rent. He's an actor. He's currently in The Flash. Ice Cube. What? No. Ice Cube. What is his no, name? No, 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 what no, is no. His Ice T as Hades. He played Collins. In the film, I yeah, mean, no, like, I I know who you're talking about. Guy. I don't know who you're talking about. No, it was definitely not Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> I bet his name is Ice something. Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, uh, Jesse L. Martin. Jesse Otherwise L. Known as... Martin, known as Jesse L. Martin. <laughs> I'm a Google, and you're gonna be in so um, much trouble. I I can like that's probably the closest voice, but yeah. it's still not. Yeah. It. Well, um, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. I can't differentiate between Patrick Page as Hades hmm. and Patrick Page as someone else. I don't know if his Hades yeah. is Patrick Page. Yeah. Yeah. So he's really what I identify with or whether it's his version of Hades is what yeah. I'm identifying with. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, in the concept album, Hades had a very similar sound. Correct, um, yeah. So you can see that that's sort of the intent. But also mm. Patrick Page has been Hades in every iteration so that's far. True. So it's quite possible that he worked with Anais Mitchell and yeah. Rachel Chavkin to develop this that's character right. into what he can do. Yeah, I'm thinking I would like another Patrick to play it. Uh-huh. Patrick Wilson. Who is that? <gasps> How dare thee. I'm so sorry. Patrick Wilson. I don't know if you would have ever seen him on stage. He does do does do musicals. But um, Patrick Wilson plays Ed Warren in the Conjuring universe. No. Really, people? No. That sounds scary. Sorry. I don't watch scary. It is scary. I, it's amazing. I, I know who you're talking about. Let's I've see what else he's done. I've never heard him sing, though. Uh, Angels in America? Is Patrick oh, Wilson? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah, see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else has he done that you might know? I don't know. I don't know. Can I say for Hermes, mm-hmm. mm, Tay Diggs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. It'd be fun, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I think he he can manage that that kind of uh, more narratory role, but yeah. also have that kind of soul behind it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, having said Tadig, I don't know why I got Tadig. I guess Tadig's Adina, Kristen Bell. I kind of would like to see Kristen Bell as Persephone because I think <laughs> it's an odd choice. Yeah, it's an odd choice. But I think she might be like she'd be yeah, fun. Like be fun. 
I don't. I she don't could definitely know. do the kind of slightly neurotic side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some light and shade to her too. Yeah. She does scariest stuff. And starting yeah. from your school theatre, we don't know what she's <laughs> fully capable of, but it would be kind of cool. Who do we want as Orpheus? Because I just like. I feel like that's such a hard role to fill. Yeah. I mean, come on, KB. <laughs> okay. Fill it, KB. If we were looking for someone like super pretty, um, uh, you know what? I, I can't. I can't. I can. I mean, he can. He can do it. We know that Zach Efron <laughs> is more than capable of doing it. <laughs> but um, it's kind of more that I think uh, 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 we met, I mentioned him before. Derek Kalino, I think, would do really Klenner. Klenner, 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 Derek. Klenner. Let's just call him um, Derek. Derek. I think <laughs> I think he'd also do a really good job in it. He's yeah. kind of that tall, skinny, dark-haired, fair-skinned. He seems mm-hmm. to be going with the, the theme of the others. <laughs> <laughs> but also a great voice. Um, but, you know, my man Zach. I'm going to cast him in everything. Yeah, look, if you're <laughs> after a, a bland, pretty boy, then. Uh... Well, exactly. And that, that's what Orpheus is. Maybe I'm as sorry, well KB. cast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think I am very excited to see the cast that come to Broadway mm. and the yeah. cast that come through this show. Mm-hmm. Very interested to see the talent that it brings mm. because a s- specifically Hades is so different. Like I can't name bases, famous bases yeah. from Broadway. So I'm well, interested to see the talent that they find. Patrick I, I would be really interested to see Reeve Carney's Orpheus because he's a very, like, from what I've seen him in, he's very kind of brooding, mm, which mm. I know I kind of got the impression that Orpheus is more just like, like a bit oblivious, a bit. Yeah, bit kind of like ditzy. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. But he's a musician, so he's yeah. in there, you know. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break and we'll come back with top five lists. If Hadestown were to appear on top five lists, mm. which top five lists would it appear on? Top five, li- top five musicals based on myths. Myths is broad. Greek mythology. Mm. Greek mythology. You've that's got more this. specific. I think that's, that's easier. Xanadu. Definitely better than this. Myths and hymns. Myths and hymns. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think Sandy is very loosely based <laughs> on myths. Um. <laughs> well, Hercules is coming. It'll be a battle of the fates. In Julie. <laughs> Who puts the glad in Julie? I'm going to put it out there right now. I'm going to predict top five 2019 musicals. Yeah. Whoa, that's because cool. Well, I, think I reckon because as soon as this hits Broadway, that's like. Is it guaranteed? Is, do we know this is happening? Because yeah, I'm not listening. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. It is booked into Broadway. <laughs> so it's it's gone on. It's it's opening London and then it's coming to Broadway. Yeah, 2019. That is a off Broadway. Tell you now. It's an well, it's been off Broadway. <laughs> Just like for a long time. <laughs> right, we went through yeah. this before. Yeah, we we anything is off Broadway. Um, um, top five lists with bass singers. Yeah. Like top memorable. five bass roles. Yeah, yes. top five bass roles, yeah. Pontius Pilate. <laughs> That's it. It's a top two list. <laughs> Pontius is a lot deeper than Hades though. I'm going to oh, – I don't know how to word this one because mm. it's – You give us the brain mush and we'll tell you. 
I'm very rarely attracted to someone just by their voice. Yes. Yeah. But Patrick Page, yeah. <laughs> as soon yeah. as he sings, I'm like, please. I <laughs> I agree with I'm- the only other voice that has ever had that much like instant reaction to it is Jeremy Jordan for no, me. No, not me. That's all right. I see how this goes, guys. <laughs> Just going to eat a Malteser. <laughs> Top five um, I mean, sexy Julie. voice roles. I think that, that can be my personal yeah. list. Like yeah. I think he's number one at the moment because yeah. I've never had that reaction ever. No. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think Hades is a very interesting male role and I would like put that up there with like I, I usually phrase it as crazy men like Burrs from Wild Party yeah. uh, is kind of top of that list, but I would kind of put it on that kind of like dark male role. Yeah. Yeah. yeah top yeah. five. I'd say maybe top five musicals um, staged in the round because it's yeah. very unusual. Yeah. And kind of immersive, I guess immersive, top yeah. five immersive. I hope that they keep that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once, once did it, and I hope that they do something yeah. at least a little similar to that where they yeah. get some audience. Even just at involved. the beginning well, yeah, and an it'll intermission. It'll depend on like. the theatre because I don't know what theatre they're going into on Broadway. It definitely, like, obviously, all we can really look at is photos, but looking at photos of the, and we'll put the some proscenium in the arch yeah. version of the show is very different look and feel. To the original in the round, yeah. Um, I could imagine it staged with like a quite a significant thrust, yeah. Uh, so that yeah. the performers can go out into yeah. the audience, and it was very sparse. The proscenium arch version, it was very, it was mm. like I think they just had a revolve with a bit of train track and a tree on it, and like that That's was it. it. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, uh-huh. like, I'm imagining, like, if I'm staging this, I want like <laughs> piles of trash. I want neon signs. I want a wall that is slowly built up over the show, you know? And they did completely the opposite. And top five musicals that are minimalist in production <laughs> yeah. value. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, even the cast, like they're it's they're small. gaining ensemble, but the the original off Broadway runs had no ensemble, yeah. no yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, the original just eight people. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Would we put the fates in top five Greek choruses? Greek choruses, yes. Oh, well, I, mean, I don't know because I don't think they were very good Greek yeah. chorus. I don't. Yeah. I mean, they're almost exactly um, Crystal, Renette, and mm. no, don't you from, dare! Don't you dare! Uh, 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 take it back. In the sense that they the, both comment on and yeah. interact with the show. Oh, I'll give you that. They fill the same <laughs> role in the show. Yeah, I definitely yeah. do not think they're on the same level as like. The amazing no, vocals. That I don't get. think that they're close to the top of that list, but on that on list, that list. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I would definitely put Hermes as top five narrators. Mm. Yeah, he does a great job. Mm. We really need to see these top five lists. Someone that's listening right now, you know, you're a big fan. <laughs> uh, be a love. Do some homework for me. Hermes. No, no, no. Go Lock back stock. to the very beginning. <laughs> Uh, the Why are you doing into the homework? I'm getting someone to do the homework for us now. Go you know back how much I love and actually Julie. collate our top five lists from <laughs> all the episodes. And if there's more done. than five on the list, let us know. Let us know because we need to call that. Okay, thanks. Um, okay, thanks. Top five musicals based on a concept album. Yeah. A top one musical based. Uh, oh, know. there's another. We've got to go. Like, there are a few people. Few like a lot. Uh, a lot of um. Like Jekyll and Hyde was a concept mm. album. Dracula oh, was a concept yeah, yeah. album. American Idiot was a concept album. True. Um, Something Andrew Lloyd Webber was a concept album. Yes. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what it was. I remember talking about yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, there are, there are a lot of concept <laughs> albums. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that turn that turn into musicals because yeah. I I think that's kind of an easy way without going into staging if you yeah. just to get the music out and yeah. as a thing to mm. to progress from temperature Oops. gauge yeah but for me personally this Hades Town at the moment is top five rotation of musicals for me like mm. I this would this is my go to musical to listen to at the moment yeah yeah like I I tend to listen to whatever musical I'm working on mm. plus Hades Town and Great Comet are yeah. always always going in the mix. Yeah. Hades awesome. Town is just Little Shop Hades Town. Little Shop? Heathers. Waitress. <laughs> you can't be guilty about Waitress. Waitress is a good musical. Yeah. Beautiful. Carol King musical. A little bit of Hamilton every now and then. Definitely not Hamilton. Really? I'm with you. I Sorry, know. everyone. Maybe we <laughs> yeah. can't Don't be worry. friends anymore. We'll be talking about that in like I think four weeks' time. Shoddy has that episode off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's all right. We need diversity. All right. Well, I think we've run out of top yeah, five, Liz. Let's have. take a break. We'll come back with the lessons we've learned. In this morality tale... Of hubris <laughs> and despair. Is there a lesson to be learned? Not. Nah. <laughs> well, I really like that the, you can take away from the like the whole ending, turning back and seeing Eurydice. I feel like that it's trying to give the message of like, if you just do what you're told by the powerful man, you will get what you want. But if you doubt him, he will take it away from you. Which is like a really messed up. <laughs> but you could also take away what I was saying before. Like, just go be yourself. Don't rely yeah. on someone else to be you. Yeah. Just trust that hopefully maybe they'll be behind you. Well, that's, that's kind of like in a relationship. Yeah. If that trust isn't there, what's the point what's of the pining point? for exactly. it? Yeah, exactly. If, if she's following you, she's following you. If she's yeah. not, then that's her decision. Find and you a go sexier on and do lady on the other do. side. And like, that's but true. he had nothing to gain from turning around. No. Absolutely no. nothing no. to gain. Like it can only no. result if he'd walked three steps more and then turned around, <laughs> he could have got the same. And I guess that's delayed gratification. Yeah, like, just big picture. Think big picture, yeah. and hopefully you you can yeah. hold back those urges long <laughs> yeah. enough to not lose the love of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Weak people. Oh, yeah, now. Um, I think we've got a message of them. What makes you truly happy? It may not be that thing that yeah. you've been mm. thinking. Like stability maybe it's like stars in the moon in yeah. um yeah. what am I talking about? Songs for a new world. Songs for a new world. It was either that oh, or like Miss Saigon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um like you you dream of like stability as being one thing, but really what is it that's gonna make you right. happy? Yeah. What what stability are you looking for? And well and then I think taking that a bit Further, you also have like, what are you willing to sacrifice mm. to have what you view as happiness? Yeah. Mm. And because Persephone has happiness mm -hmm. some of the time, six months and, of the year, yeah. <laughs> and what she sacrificed for that is that half the year of unhappiness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I really like the the whole moral message coming out of why we build the wall. You know, that that logical, like just literally the lyrics of the song, that logical chain yeah. of complete fallacy. You know, it's like, why are we building this wall? It's to keep people out. Why do yeah. we want to keep people out? Because they want to come into Hades Town. Why do they want to come into Hades Town? Because we're building a wall and we have work. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, it's this whole metaphor of immigration oh. and, yeah. yeah, bullshit jobs. <laughs> and 
yeah. I think there's also from the the story of the creation of the musical itself, there's this is something I haven't heard before. And mm. so there's there is somewhere to go in yeah. musical theater. Like we we're not just retreading the the same no, it's yeah. not just movies being turned yeah. into music. Which is oh. what it feels like oh. a lot of the time. Yeah. Strictly Ballroom, <laughs> Tootsie, uh, Moulin Rouge. Now a Groundhog a Day. Groundhog Day. Like yeah. this next okay. season. We'll, I might have to look at a Tootsie because that sounds fun. <laughs> it does sound fun. It does sound like a fun musical. And I'm like Frozen is a good musical. Mean but, Girls is fun. Was, did we need it? No, exactly. <laughs> I, mean Girls good though. I I need Mean Girls. Mean yeah. Girls. Was mean, mean Girls like has some great songs. And it's still it. Tina Fey. It's so, Tina Fey, and yeah. it's taken. It's not just a hundred percent the movie. It's taken it and put it into twenty eighteen. Mean so. Girls wasn't a was a musical. So now we have it as a musical. Like I'm not saying that it's terrible. No, but that still, movies are being turned into musicals. No. What I'm saying is like this. Is such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Personally. You know what? Innovative. Have never been touched. And I'm so mad it was. Beaches. Because there's. Like, Beaches. It's, a, it's, a, it's kind. It's got a lot of music in it in the movie. Yeah. And yeah. it's good music and it's fun mm. music. And then they made a musical. Shoshana Bean's in it. And really? it's not good. I need to. I'll have a Google. No. Nope, I won't have a Google. I'll <laughs> just accept that it's not good. Because <laughs> the songs are. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Any other lessons? I mean, just a lot, but just, I mean, just so many lessons. What it tells Nothing you. I didn't already know. That a magical that loot will not help you in the life. But you know what would? Magical loo. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that I have a daddy thing so long as his voice is great. Hey. I'm really glad I just said that into a microphone. <laughs> Good. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out into the world. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break and we'll come back with our farewells. Thanks for joining us, Joe. Oh, that's right. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> and letting me talk about my new favourite musical. Well, thank you for letting me come and, like, just scream into a microphone about how much I love it. <laughs> and And officially put dibs on it. Yeah. Like yeah. it's ours now. It's so. out there. It's out there in America. It's out there in Australia. <laughs> Where else is it out there? Can't wait there? to hear Australian Persephone. Thank you, guys. I'll yeah. take it. Oh, I'm just so sad that I'll never be Hades. I'm just so sad. Hey, if you get the rights, you do what you you want. <sighs> no, I'd have to get him back. <laughs> and that, Well, no, then I'd be happy because then I'd meet him and, you, you know. You could get sick. You could get sick and that you would, could be a base. That would be really <laughs> challenging casting. Be like, hey, can we just borrow Patrick Page for a six-month yeah. run? Like, We're just doing a thing and we need to borrow him. Yeah. Will he work <laughs> just on a real quick. share agreement? <laughs> <laughs> probably. Does he, he like Maltesers? We have a lot of them. Can he do fly and fly out? FIFA? <laughs> <laughs> All right. here in New York. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, also, if you have something more substantial to say to us, you can send us an email at musicalstaughtmepodcast at gmail.com. I challenge you to send us an email. Yeah, but I want to I read would like to out. receive one and I will read it out loud yeah. and then I will read my filthy response. I mean, I, a little, this is a little bit inside baseball yeah. here, but I'm, I'm, Technically, the one that checks the email, and I just haven't yeah. forwarded anything. You know, it'd be great. <gasps> Forwarding on emails, Zane. 
Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it now. <laughs> no homework for Zane. If you want to contribute to the show or access all the patron-only episodes that we post on our Patreon, just go to patreon.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. There Two of the best episodes are on there. Two of the best episodes are on there. Yeah. Those, are, those are our original test episodes, <laughs> unedited, unfiltered. One of them is Cats. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you want to hear that one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to become a patron, yeah. I think. Hell yeah. <laughs> for less, for less yeah. than a cup of coffee, It's guys. true. As little as one American dollar a month, you get access to mm. all of that content and any content that we post in the future. Actually, there's a lot of top five apps on there too, and they are fun. Well, though, yeah, those are our monthly episodes, and they are fun. I have a lot of fun they with them. They are a ball. I want to do in some One more. of them we actually argued. We actually <gasps> argued on one of them. Yeah. Like Do you remember which one? Disagreement. Was it me? Was it Miranda? Who I did it? I think it, it might have. Weren't you there, Julie? I think it, I think it was you and Miranda versus me. I think it was. <gasps> Guys, right. you want to hear that? That never happened. I'm becoming a Patreon just to hear that because I wasn't here. <laughs> it's happened a lot since you left <laughs> I'm obviously the one that keeps and it And finally, <laughs> if you can't give us money, then just tell someone about us. Give us a like. Find the... N- closest musical nerd let them know that we exist mm. and where to find us on itunes on stitcher google play mm-hmm. we're not on spotify yet but email spotify Still tell them to put everyone us on there. you go and email spotify go and call spotify you can't call spotify put tweet, into your tweet to spotify. we have to tweet spotify and also just keep searching it maybe that will do something i've been doing that yeah for good. a long time yeah. Yeah. it would make my life so much easier if all the podcasts i'm on were on spotify right <laughs> dear true. spotify please answer my email they're not going to hear you Zane. you're not on spotify that's true and they if only some- listen to their own platform yeah. if somebody from spotify wants to come on the show and talk about a musical they We'll like them. Heck we, yes. If that's, come on. But come that's on the prerequisite. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, Joe. It was great to talk to you about thank Hades you, Tower. Well, thanks for having me. You've been very welcoming. Oh, that's a change for me. Come and back thank anytime. Thank you again to KB. <laughs> oh, thank you, Zane. And Julie. Oh, Dunkerson. <laughs> and I've been Zane Zero, and we'll catch you next time, everyone. Bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.